Welcome to the Appleton Area Health Podcast. We're your home for exceptional service and trusted care located in Appleton, Minnesota. Your community, your health care. I'm Matt Tollefson, the Development Manager at AAH. I've been with Appleton Area Health for two years and have served as a grant writer, fundraiser, recruiter, and uh, ice cream shake server at various times. I have no background in healthcare. Nobody in my immediate family worked in healthcare, and I didn't study it. And to be honest, needles still make me a bit queasy. I've learned a lot in the past two years, but there is still way more that I don't know or fully understand. That's why we are creating this podcast. Let's get questions answered, and together, let's demystify this complicated world of healthcare and make it a bit easier to understand. Uh, again, we have an exciting show for you today. I'm joined by Josie Hauk, Matea Keeman, who are both the nurses in our hospital, Lisa Tilke, who is a familiar face in our facility, uh, but is now our newest family nurse practitioner in our clinic, and Julia, who is a recent patient of Lisa's. Uh, so let's dive in to today's episode. And here we are on another segment of Healthcare for You. And today we're talking about a timely topic um, of colorectal screenings, right? Because it's, uh, what month is it in February or March here? March. What month, uh, what's the theme or the? Colorectal Cancer Month. Car- so. Colorectal Awareness, right? Awareness. Awareness, yeah. 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 There we go. Um, and so I'm joined by two of our nurses from the hospital. Uh, they're going to walk us through because this is something I know nothing about. And that's what this podcast is for, to uh, explain things that I never thought I'd be on a podcast talking about. So here we are. So Matea and Josie, how are you doing today? Good, good. Good, good. So what is a screening colonoscopy? So a regular colonoscopy, and a lot of people probably already know what that is, um, basically it allows the surgeon to view the inside of the colon and rectum um, by using like a long, flint, thin, flexible tube, which has like a light and a camera on the end of it. Okay. So when we're talking about the screening colonoscopy, it's a colonoscopy that's performed prior to having um, any symptoms or any is- GI issues. So um, the goal of that screening then is actually not even to find cancer necessarily, but it's to find um, polyps. And those polyps are just kind of small clusters, um, typically benign um, or non-cancerous small clusters that probably aren't going to give you many symptoms or issues. But if you um, leave them there um, and don't remove them, those are what can cause or turn into cancer. So the screening colonoscopy is done to find those, to remove those, prior to having actual cancer. Okay, so preventative. It's like preventative, okay, yep. it's all preventative, okay. Yep. So when should you complete your first uh, colonoscopy screen? So they recently lowered the age to 45. Okay. It was 50 um, to start that initial screen, and they're finding the in- that there are increased rates of people younger than 50. Sure. So now they're saying um, 45 to 70 is kind of your time frame um, when you should be completing these screening colonoscopies. So I have a few years. Just a couple, (laughs) not many. Yeah, not many. All right. Great. (laughs) So how often are these screenings needed then if you're starting at 45? Um, It really depends on any family history or 
Um, you know, if your first colonoscopy was clear, they didn't find any polyps, then they do it every 10 years. If they find polyps, depending on the type of polyp that they have, um, then, you know, you may have to have more screenings more frequently. Okay. Sounds good. And you, we, this is off script here, but you had mm -hmm. mentioned like on the way down, like Ryan Reynolds and a friend, right? Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> the actor Ryan Reynolds. Yep. Um, and the friend had some polyps, right? Yeah. So, and, and those guys are probably in their mid forties as well. I yeah. Assume, they're young. So, yep. Somewhere like that. Okay. Yep. So it can, like you said, it can show up in younger yep. people too. Mm -hmm. And that's so. the goal to find those polyps early and just get them removed before they cause problems. Okay. And they do recommend if you have a family history that you do it sooner Okay. than 45. Sounds good. Good to know. Um, so when folks come in, do they need a referral to come in and get this screening? No, not necessarily. I have some patients that just give me a call. If um, a clinic provider refers a patient, that's great. Um, if not, sometimes um, if the patient's having any symptoms, um, change in bowel ha habits or anything like that, um, stomach issues, then we can get them in and get them scheduled. Okay. Okay. That's good to know. Easy then. Uh, what about insurance? I know some people worry about that. Does insurance cover it or is it depend <laughs> it really depends um because it is a screening tool it should be covered however it's always important to check with your insurance just to be sure because every insurance is a little different so okay good to know um so walk me through when folks come in uh, what does it look like from start to finish um, if they come into appleton area health uh, to get a colorectal screening Colonoscopy. Colonoscopy. Thank you. <laughs> so they come into the clinic, check in at registration, just like they would for a regular clinic appointment. Registration then sends them um, to the hospital side where we get them roomed. From there, we sign consents, um, answer any questions that the patient may have, get vitals done. Um, the provider comes in and talks to the patient prior to going back. Um, answer any questions that they have, maybe just for the sure. provider. Okay. Um, anesthesia comes in and talks to them and then they take them back to the OR. Usually in the OR, it only takes about 20 minutes to a half hour. Okay. Um, once they come back to PACU, then um, once they start waking up, we get them something to drink, something to eat, and they're welcome to go home with their driver. So. Okay, okay. What about results? How long until results um, come back? Um, usually about a week depending on which surgeon they choose. Um, Dr. Lee likes to consult or do a follow-up with his patients. So um, he'll go over those results at the two-week okay. follow-up. And then um, if Dr. Stevenson does them, I give the patient a call and let them know of their results a week later. Okay, sounds good. Um, all right, so any advice for someone who has not scheduled a screening before or is overdue uh, what about if folks are nervous? I would say um, I don't blame you for being nervous, especially if you've never done one before. Um, sometimes the prep, you know, it's, it's kind of not always the funnest part. But um, if your prep is thorough, um, if your colon is nice and clean, it's you have better results. Your surgeon is better able to view that colon and rectum area. Um, but those 24 to 48 hours of being maybe slightly uncomfortable are going to be 100% worth your time um, if you're able to find those polyps and remove them and prevent that cancer. Um, you know, the biggest takeaway take is just not to wait till you're having those issues. Mm -hmm. It's just to come in early because that's key. Early detection is key. So. Okay. Sounds good. Any, any uh, other advice or things that you want people to know out there? 
we have two great surgeons <laughs> that perform the colonoscopies. Um, if you, we have a great surgical team too, and um, three nurses that work in outreach. That if you have any questions for them, just do not be afraid to call. Um, they also can kind of help you, you know, walk you through the insurance process, and you know how they'll let you know it's, you know, they'll do the prior auth on their end, but they mm -hmm. also will, you know, have you call on your end, and they will really answer any questions you have. So. Sounds good. Well, thank you both for all the great information. Uh, this was awesome and I learned something and hopefully you did too. So thank you. Thanks. Okay. And welcome to another segment of our staff spotlight and joined today by Lisa Tilke, one of our newest uh, providers here, a family nurse practitioner. Yeah. Um, so Lisa, how are you today? I'm good. Good, good. So you started here as a nurse, right? Yeah, actually as a CNA back in 2002. Okay, yeah, walk me through your career. And then I went on in 2012, I started nursing school, okay. graduated in 2014 with my LPN, 2017 with my RN. Then I worked here as a new grad RN in the hospital okay. and then left for one year, came back, went into surgery, then COVID started. Okay. And then kind of went onto the floor and began my career as, or started my education for a nurse practitioner at Clarkson College and graduated with that in 2022. Okay, good. So you've, you've seen it all here, kind of. <laughs> mm -hmm. When you started, did you know you wanted to be a family nurse practitioner? Maybe not as a CNA, but once I was a LPN and RN, I knew I wanted to like, further my career to mm -hmm. better take care of people and learn more about them. And yep. Good. Your LPN and RN, where did you get those? Minnesota West. Minnesota West. Okay. So you've been able to do all this here, here at home. Like yep. you haven't had to go somewhere else and study or aside from clinicals in Florida for one month in October, okay. otherwise for pediatrics, otherwise yes, all locally. Okay. I haven't heard this story about the clinicals in Florida. How was that? Uh, very, interesting experience yeah different very busy you see 30 kids in one day 30 well child okay very very busy practice this is private practice but okay just randomly found my preceptor on a facebook group and oh awesome that's cool huh i didn't know that how's it been going here so far been here Pretty what a, a month or so yep okay i'm seeing patients for about a month and okay slowly ramping up i guess you'd say <laughs> okay awesome well in full disclosure lisa saw my daughter yesterday my youngest daughter and was able to help her out and she's on the men's already so uh um, yeah it was good it was good what what areas are you interested in um for um, your practice any age group i'm a family nurse practitioner so i can see anybody from elderly to children obviously um but diabetes education is kind of my passion of mine because my youngest son and husband both have type 1 diabetes and just kind of something that is kind of lacking in this area i feel sure for okay. patients here oh good okay um and anything else you'd like our listeners or viewers to know about you or your practice no okay I can think of. <laughs> sounds good sounds good and just a little more background 
Um, you grew up like in the Appleton area, yep, right? I was so, born and raised here. Born and raised here. So this this place means something mm-hmm. to you. Yep, awesome. And your family's still here and around. Yep. Okay. Living Holloway. Yeah. Good. Okay. Um, well, to schedule an appointment with Lisa or any of our other providers, um, reach out to our clinic, and again, we'll list the number here um, at the end of the show. Welcome back for our third and final segment here, our featured patient uh, visiting with Julia, who we talked about with Lisa just a little bit ago. And uh, Julia was just recently a uh, patient here in our clinic. Julia, how are you today? Good. You're good? Yeah? Did you go to the clinic a little while ago? Yeah. Yeah? Why did you go to the clinic? Yeah, you got a shirt? No, because your yes, my ear feels Yeah, your ear hurts a little bit. No. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so when you were at the clinic, who did you see? What were their names? Uh... Do you remember? Yeah. Yeah, you saw Monica and. Monica. Monica and Lisa? Lisa. Yeah. Okay. Was going to the clinic scary? Yeah. A little bit? Yeah. But were you brave? Yeah. Definitely. Good. And yeah. Did you get like a treat for going to the clinic? No. Yeah. Yeah. A, a sucker? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, did you get any medicine after going to the clinic and seeing Lisa and Monica? Yeah. Yeah? Did you like the medicine? Yeah. Yeah? It was pretty good? So, how does your ear feel now? Good. Good. And are you sleeping good? Yeah. Yeah? Are you in a good mood? Yeah. Okay. Will you come back to the clinic again, you think? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, thanks, Julia, for telling us about your experience here at the clinic and Super glad that Lisa was able to help you out. Anything else you want to say? Yeah. Okay. I picked my nails. You picked your nails. Awesome. Thanks, Julie, for sharing. Thanks for checking out the Appleton Area Health Podcast. Thank you also to Josie, Matea, Lisa, and Julia for appearing on today's episode. The video stream is available on Facebook and the audio versions will be available wherever you get your podcasts. To schedule an appointment, call our clinic at 320-289-1580. As we hope to spread this useful information, please like, share, and subscribe. Thanks for listening.